You're listening to DraftKings Network. in the first segment we go over the north london derby yeah and then the everton wolves derby <laughs> that we just invented right now uh, also we're talking about uh can can uh, a female soccer player play in the nfl let's listen to the twitter comments because they're always uh, informative and we talk about more issues in italy that we don't want to talk about solve the racism issue because it's getting ridiculous we also solve the uh, cba don't forget <laughs> that for mls you're welcome everybody helicopters in the second segment we talk Talk to Tommy Thompson. He's our cousin from Latin America. That's a homie. Okay. <laughs> Primo, uh, what's good? <laughs> he's playing out there uh, at, at San Jose. We talked to him. I promise you it's not all in Spanish. <laughs> You're going to love it. That and more on this episode of, of the, the Cooligans. Hi, I'm John Strong. I'm the large bald man who stands next to Stu Holden when you watch soccer on Fox Sports. You are listening to the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Yes. Oh. I should be like, we should be like, TV! <laughs> no, we're terrestrial radio. That's where the future is. <laughs> Buddy, get your beepers out. We'll let you know when we're on the radio. Okay, we'll let you know what number to call so you can hear the show. So you can, come on! <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Cooligans. Uh, I, I feel like for, for our audience, the energy changed very quickly. Yeah, yeah we were <laughs> wild chill before. We, we were just chilling, screaming. sipping kombucha, you mm-hmm. know, and then all of a sudden. Just a nice tall glass of booch, and then <laughs> next thing you know, it hits. <laughs> okay, it's, uh, uh, it's this like, is, a, like a cocaine edible. All of a, a sudden, when you least expect that's it. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> that's, uh, uh, our, our, our comedic brains are gelling into one. I was literally going to say, it's just like our show is basically basically the cocaine of podcasts. Were you going to really say I that? I was going to say that. All right. Huh? We did it. Look, Look the synergy, this. the chemistry, <laughs> the passion. That's right, because we make you poop. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the And we ruin your family. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to lose your job because of us. Um, uh, like, it's the least we can do for, uh, for <laughs> we our We like listeners. to get in there and mix it up a little bit, you know? Um, so, hello. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, hi, my name is Christian. Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. All right. We are the Cooligans. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever heard of all at the top of Madison Square Garden. That's right. Not for much longer, but for right now. <laughs> for right now. We are at the top of Madison Square Garden. You know what? We decided to go somewhere where the Knicks don't lose below us. <laughs> okay. Now they'll just lose a couple blocks away yeah. from us. Yeah. Slightly outside of our reach. <laughs> but I feel like we're going to get the, the stench of all these terrible contracts off of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, cool. I thought you were talking about our contract, but and, no, no, you're talking about the Knicks contract. And wait till, wait till we're allowed to talk about James Dolan. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, where he's been holding us back. <laughs> uh, we signed that gag order. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, NDA. <laughs> so no Dolan. Yes, correct. So this is the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever listened to, but it's not ex- exclusively that. No, it is not that. It's also your favorite unboxing podcast. <laughs> right? very it's also your favorite bobblehead <laughs> <laughs> podcast. It also happens to be the gulliest soccer podcast. That's right. The resume is getting just longer and longer. <laughs> the special su- skill section is... 
Yeah. We need a new page. It just flaps like- out. <laughs> yeah. It's actually, you could pull on that, sir. You could, it opens up a little bit. It's like a Hallmark yeah. card. Bit of know? a waterfall we gave you there. <laughs> yes. Uh, Speaking of gully, yo, shouts to gully squad and shouts to a gully squad member hanging out. Oh, we do. We have Eric Gomez in here. Hi. Uh, thanks for coming through all the way from Washington State. Right. He's from Wachahopic, <laughs> Washington. I think I pronounced that correctly. Wow. It's not even. I, I think it was. It's, I, what you say? I, I don't think what there's, 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 there's not even any uh, letters from where. Is it Yakima? Yakima. I was so close. <laughs> so Yakima. But Yakima he, sounds like one of those things in those like in, in an 80s song. There you go. Hey, yo. You know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, but you look, you're not fans. The, let me know what song. The, you're I just remembered from sitting in my mom's car while she went into the you supermarket are, by herself you and are, left me in there. Trust me, you are not the person I go to when I need to know about 80s music, all right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Eric, do you know what he's talking about? No. No, this isn't, that's not the, the, the city ordinance for everyone to know this song. Yes, uh, okay. Uh, well, all the way from Hikamo, Washington, <laughs> we got. Uh, are you thinking like uh, the Kokomo? I think I think that's what you're thinking. No, of. no, that's uh, that's Beach Boys, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm thinking about like one of those songs that like they don't really have lyrics. Tim, <laughs> he's like Tim. He said, "I got you with that song. Let's go, Tim." He's like Tim, you're white. Yeah. You must know what. Yo, yo Tim, you mad white, dog? Actually, he's not. He's like. He's the hoodest white dude I've met. He also put cocaine edible or enema. It's either or. Hey, you know? we, <laughs> However we, you get it in your take system. It, we take it in either way. It's all good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like <laughs> like we said, this is a soccer podcast. We promise. Uh, and yeah. And there is. Yes, we. My flag boy, your flag boy sitting by the fire. You know what I'm talking about now? No. I, Tim knows. All right. <laughs> no, I don't. All Please. Right. I, I'm, stop uh, accusing me of knowing. <laughs> you keep pointing at me like, why would I know? Uh, uh, no, the, the music I'm listening to right now, to be honest, we got to give a shout out. Tool, Tool has a brand new album uh, that uh, Fear Inoculum that people should be listening I don't to. Know. I don't know about this. Tool is uh, Tool is the, one of the greatest bands I've ever lived, uh, and I they, know the shirts. Yeah, the shirts are popular. I've seen the shirts quite a bit, <laughs> mostly on people I'm a little afraid to stand near. Sure, but see, but Tool, <laughs> I feel like this dude didn't shower. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Tool, Tool is not a like a typical. Emo gr- or grungy. I just picture a lot of screaming, heavy guitar riffs. Not a lot of screaming. There's, okay. there's, it, it's a, it's like, it's a little softer than Pearl Jam, I would say. I don't know what that is, but I you do don't know, know. Come on. I mean, I don't know Pearl Jam music. There was one where the kid would stand in the front of the class and I would just shut that off every time I saw that video. I'm like, done. Um, also, that guy sounds like he's singing through his nostrils. I can't understand how people like Pearl Jam. But, um, <laughs> which we'll call it. It's uh, is it is uh, is tool like nine inch nails? I've heard that closer. Yeah, I would say closer to nine inch nails. Okay. Yeah, I heard mu- one song. Aaliyah great was music. In it. Le- they haven't re- released an album uh, in about ten years. They they released. Album- they still got it. They still got it. They still got it. So listen to uh, Fear Inoculum if you haven't. Listen to every the Tool catalog because it is it is great. This podcast will now become an exclusively Tool podcast if I need if I, if it has to be because that the album I'm just excited that they're making music again. By the way, Tim sent us Ico Ico is a much covered New Orleans song that tells a parade tells of a parade collision between two tribes of Mardi Gras Indians and traditional conversation. The song under the original title, Giacomo. That's what I thought <laughs> was my bad. <laughs> so Giacomo Washington. 
<laughs> it's I'm not that far, okay? To uh, the listeners. Okay. Not that far. All right. In my brain, those are the same names. In his barely functioning brain, <laughs> Look, that it is. turns on every once in a while. When it does, a couple of jitters, okay? <laughs> okay. When people think of a brain and like firing off synapses, <laughs> no, that no, is my, not what Alexis no, is doing. My more sputters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think there's spark plugs to be fixed on that. <laughs> Everyone break in real quick to talk to you about our favorite sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek sponsoring the show this week. Uh, looking out for you. Any any event you want to go to, any uh, MLS matches, any NWSL matches, any uh, men's national team matches that are coming up, like the one up uh, against Mexico right. this uh, Friday, I believe. Bro, you know how hard it is to find tickets for events? You got to search like a thousand different ones. Why would you do that? SeatGeek's already doing that for you. And you know you got your phone on you. I know you're using it right now, listening to us while you're pooping, okay? <laughs> Here's what you want to do. Think about that event you want to go to right While now. you're pooping. While you're pooping. <laughs> Think about it. He's like, you know it would be a good event, one with a comfortable seat. You're pushing, right? We're all hard right now, right? <laughs> so here's what you do. You pull up the SeatGeek app, right? And guess what it's going to do? It'll tell you the events that are around you. You could find other events if you want to go. If we're go. Maybe you're going to go visit cousins or family. Go find an event over there so you don't have to spend time with those people. You don't like them. They don't like you either. Boom those people. Right? Ew. Why do you have to go? <laughs> right? Also, there's that little green, yellow, and red thing. So you know if it's a great deal, a good deal, like, yo, these tickets are hard to find. You might as well get this one right now. Yeah. They tell you everything you need to know, and it just doesn't end there, bro. Of course, because if you use the promo code COOLIGANS, you will get $10 off your first order. Come on. So do it. Come on. Do it before you flush. <laughs> What a quote. <laughs> so, uh, yes, welcome to the show. And, uh, and yes, this is uh, exciting and, uh, you know, a slightly somber uh, day because this is... I think it's exciting. Okay. I don't think it's somber at all. Okay. All right. We're so moving on up. We're leaving. <laughs> We're kicking the dust off this... <laughs> One one stoplight town. Oh, no, me. I don't want to, you know, end on any bad blood with anybody. I will not remember anybody <laughs> from this place. We uh, this is our our I guess officially our last day. Our at, final uh, at at stage seventeen here at, at Cumulus Media. We will be uh, you you guys heard about the TV show? You may have already seen uh, some of the little commercial the little commercial spots. Uh, the Cooligans have been doing. We got more coming out. Look at that! Yeah. Look at the acting range Ooh. from the Cooligans. I try to dress like Braveheart, and they said it's not needed for the scene. <laughs> and I said, "Don't you tell me! <laughs> Don't you read my lines?" <laughs> so, um, yes. Yeah, so we will be moving on to a different studio, and uh, you'll we'll give you more details later on. And look. We'll probably be back here when that all crashes. So, you know, <laughs> we'll like, be running back here, hat in hand. And I'm like, I remember all of you. There's what's his face and Giacomo. <laughs> Giacomo. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't remember Giacomo? But we uh, remember the jokes you used to say, like, that's not my name. Remember that? <laughs> Hilarious. It was yeah. a good bit that we had going. So the uh, yeah, so we were going to be in a different studio. And uh, and like we said, uh, tune in. The TV show will be uh, officially uh, coming out September 10th. Uh, and we'll give you more details about all that stuff. Just keep following us. Uh, get on our email list if, if you have not. and uh, Or just c- continue listening to the podcast. As and you join Gully do. Squad because we be putting some information in there that's not for the full public sometimes. Exactly. Yo, Eric knows. Eric knows. You know what I mean? We'll be dropping some <laughs> gems and be like, yo, turns out I was not supposed to say that redacted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, so, uh, again, we're excited about uh, the future, but uh, th- there's still a lot of stuff going on. On, uh, right now, and usually 
uh, we like to start the show showing love to the people uh, who show love to us. So uh, we have to do exactly that, especially uh, the people who leave reviews on iTunes. Thank you so much uh, for helping that quest for 600. Yes. We're trying uh, to get there. We're at 564. Mm. Um, so close. So close. Uh, <laughs> I, can, I can't stress the importance of 600. Because then that opens a door for us. And that room is filled with the quest for 700, okay? <laughs> then we get yes. the bag for 700. Exactly. So it's, a, it's an, <laughs> an important time in, in Cooligan's lore. If people are going to ask you, where were you when they were begging for 600? You'll be like, oh, I was right there with them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so you, do you want to start with one or should I start with one? I, I like this one by Josh N22. Did you see this? Uh, it's just called Another Review. That's the title. Five okay. stars. Shouts to you. And the whole review is... Quest for six hundred five stars. Mm. Thank you. All right, you're on the, the on the on our the, on like you're speaking our language. Yeah, buddy, that's part of the process. <laughs> Got to toss in a couple of dead ones in there. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I'll read this one. This is uh, from this. Uh, this is just a a bunch of numbers nine 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 one one one. I saw one, this two, one. Two, two, nine, it's just a bunch of numbers. So uh, it's probably a robot. Uh, right. Hopefully it's a sex robot. I mean, Ooh, that'd be great. <laughs> okay, and we're fully supportive. Like independent robot. You are a robot. You can do whatever you can you want identify with your body. as whatever you want. You could do whatever you want with your robot body. Okay. <laughs> so it said. Uh, so the subject is bad tasting clubs, great tasting cuisine. Ooh. Okay, this is interesting. Okay. <laughs> it says, um, uh, uh, this, uh, so the review says, even though Alexis is a typical bandwagon gooner. I've been there since before. I said, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And he's in parentheses, he goes, yes, I was the guy booing every time you mentioned Arsenal. I at, remember this guy. At the uh, World Cup uh, Comedy Tour in Cincinnati. Uh, he still has good takes in everything from the American soccer pyramid to traditional Portuguese spicy chicken dishes. Hey, buddy, buddy. <laughs> this, uh, this show continues to amaze and entertain uh, with their insight into the minutia of modern soccer and societal issues that somehow still exist within the game. I find myself agreeing with their takes more often than not and think they are the voices that American soccer needs to help uh, uh, cultivate a unique culture. Uh, the minute I heard these two were getting a TV show, I subscribed to Football TV uh, and will be happy to see their growth, which hopefully results in Alexis picking a less trash club to support. <laughs> and then he ends by saying, Christian, you're cool in my book. <laughs> he goes, also puts, I'm Cincy till I die and come on you gunners. I'll love Arsenal forever. He Shouts to us all. He definitely did not say. And he I says, think- down the spuds. That's weird that he wrote that in there. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, no, there's a little bit of a, some Arsenal editing uh, in there. Um, uh, but thank you, 9991. I'm just going to call you Sex Robot. From yeah, yeah. Thank you, was- Sex Robot. <laughs> just because it's just uh, great. So thank you. Uh, yeah, the North London Derby did happen uh, over the weekend. How, how was your experience, especially being down 2-0? Uh, nice well, and- that's not the part we need to talk about. We need to talk about Arsenal having the gumption to come back from a 2-0 deficit, which they did not deserve. Okay. They had complete control of the match, and here comes Tottenham just sputtering along <laughs> and finding some nice uh, counter-attacking goals. <laughs> that's all. Okay. I was very excited. I'm still frustrated at... Emery has seemed to put in a system. There seems to be an understanding. There's also a liveliness to the fan base and the atmosphere that didn't exist before. But I cannot, for the life of me, understand why he's not putting in Pepe at the same time as all the forwards across all the matches, along with Ceballos Ceballos, in the game. What are we doing? Okay, yeah. So put it on all your best horses, yo. This is the North London Derby. I know we're only, what, four weeks You basically weeks in? have a caballo right there. 
<laughs> Put in your best gemai. <laughs> it's so oh, it's just one letter off. You can't see Christian's eyes when he says things like that, but the the pride in which he has it himself. Okay, <laughs> you know it's uh, this. Uh, it's unapologetically unapo- <laughs> Latino. <all> Unabashedly, right? <laughs> he's okay. doing bilingual pung puns for you. <laughs> all right, that, and that's what it's an enye on the pun. <laughs> yeah, so, <the> puns. <laughs> So get used to it, all right? Television. The whole new world. We're so, bringing this to TV, folks. <laughs> that just lets you know all your dreams can come true. If, so, if we could get a TV show, y'all could get a TV show. Exactly. And and it just teaches you that there are people in the world that can be wildly irresponsible with their money. Yes. Right? So, <laughs> yeah, dude. So we're, we're learning that. No, the um, uh, yes, I think the, the thing I took away from that game that was uh, the first goal from Arsenal, which was uh, uh, Lacazette. Obama, yeah. Oh, Lacazette. Lacazette yeah. doing, doing the Joseph Martinez celebration. Just Any, staring. Anybody else notice that? Okay, maybe MLS is a little bit more popular than we may think. Seems like they're getting ahead a little bit. You know what I mean? We're, we're getting more advanced in society when MLS teams are now inspiring it, the reaction. Very much. Yeah. They saw, they saw, uh, uh, yeah, Lacazette must, he must be watching Atlanta United games being like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing out here. Okay. I like this guy. <laughs> oh, he spins and then scores a goal. I think I'll try that too. I, I appreciate his intensity. <laughs> <laughs> How come we don't have fire screaming out from around the, around the goal when we score? Uh, look, yeah. Nice little, uh, you know, train horn would yeah, be pretty yeah. cool at, at the Emirates. <laughs> I think Emery will get a little anxious. But it'd be I, mad British. It'd be like, bling, bling. <laughs> All aboard. That's all mad respectful. <laughs> Um, no, the but the game was uh, entertaining. I, I enjoyed that North London derby. It was uh, uh, like especially I, I I'm I look I'm not a fan of either team, um, no. but the the energy uh, and and the the on Twitter the the level of um, it's the game almost has to end. In a draw. I almost love when the North London Derby ends in, in a draw because everyone's so angry. Everyone yeah. is just mad. That's just 100% frustration. <laughs> so I love seeing no both. one climbing. I love seeing. Sex. You're just like, what did we just do for an hour and a half? <laughs> you know? The, the, everyone's sweaty. I think no. we need a sex robot. Yeah. <laughs> Let's really bring in 9911122. So the, yeah, because everyone, the, there's, there's such both petty fan bases and yeah, they of course. hate each other so, so much. And it's so fun to see them both hate each other uh, and be frustrated with not only with each other, but with their own coaches, their uh, everything, everyone. They, every, you're like, Pochettino's you, mad. The only people, Arsenal didn't walk out mad and they kind of should be. You let a team steal a point at your home. Obama Young was uh, in the, the post game uh, conference. He was like, oh, he, was he? He was not happy. It was I like, we should post game. Okay. What am I going to do there? You, because you've already shattered your television. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I throw it out the window. I know because every time there's an Arsenal match, there's a bunch of people standing outside waiting. <laughs> the uh, yeah, but he was uh, unhappy, yeah. and that was like good to see. It's just a, but I don't know. Like I again, I haven't. I watched the. Uh, um, uh, I've watched maybe two Arsenal matches this season, uh, but then I also listened uh, to Zito on Total Soccer Show. Right. Uh, do like this was uh, before the season started, and, and kind of talk about what he sort of expected, and, and it was nice to hear that because uh, I, I don't know exactly. This is what I do like about Arsenal is that every year uh, they and, and even with Emery there, they still play a similar style. 
They're yeah. still very active, very fun. A lot of it's gonna be fun to watch. Also, we have no backline, so just score as much <laughs> as you can. The, <laughs> that's yeah. the main concern. I don't yeah. know that if that's have you know uh, much of a priority, no. but uh, it, it, it it was entertaining to watch, and, and they they are a fun team to watch, even though they're gonna probably just lose a whole bunch uh, to the better teams. We're, here's what's gonna happen: we're gonna win four three every match. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're gonna lose probably three nil every match. So the goal differential is gonna be shocking. Yes, and uh, but. Uh, uh, Everton. Yeah, you beat Wolves, baby. Beat Wolves. So that was a... Uh, Third-party ownership, United. <laughs> That's the players that they have. <laughs> I'll take it. It's uh, all illegal. Uh, Shouts to Wolves for, for that, being a gulliest that, team in Premier League. That was... Uh, uh, just, again, like... I, Everton, when they 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 look like they have a better defense. Look, they have like Yerimina, and then like you you think they brought in. They spent a lot of money, but I think they have, also have Walcott, so it's just not going to work out. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, I'm glad you're so certain. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I, I think the, the the bigger issues uh, with uh, Marco Silva, just like he's a, he's not he's just not a good coach. I don't think he knows what he's doing. He has like all this access to money and all these players. And he's like, oh my, I didn't I didn't think you would say yes. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> So if I tell them to stand somewhere, they will. It's going to be dope. <laughs> they, they're just like not, um, they're just too many mistakes. I don't know. They, it's like, it's a, uh, individually, you see the play, like the list of play, Moise Keane and, and Wobi and, and, and it was good. Speaking of strategy, they, it's like he got the, the new signings, put them in the game and, you know, a Wobi scoring early. They look good. They look good. So it's just like that. Why didn't he do that the first three games? A Wobi is a player you're going to love and hate all like week to week. You know what I mean? He's going to do something stupid on the ball, but he's also going to play like he did. In the okay. Slash. It's difficult for me to really. What does that mean coming from an Arsenal fan? Because I feel like that is there when there's when there's openings to pass someone open. He's going to want to. No, no, no. About you ball. loving him a week to. That's every single player with every. Arsenal no, team. no, no. You're going to, you what know, what player like, do you love on Arsenal right now that you love that, that we, doesn't matter. You can love him two weeks in a row. Lacazette. You, okay. Even if he misses, I'm like, I have confidence that that's not who he is. He's had a bad week. Does he, start Iwobi, he every barely time starts. He, Why doesn't he start? Lacazette? Yeah. He's getting chances. Look, I, again, we're just talking about <laughs> Samalos. We got this guy magically on loan and he's not starting. And when he comes in, we look good. Okay. You know, Emery, I don't know. He's got the new teeth. He dyes his hair now. He's a different person. He's like, you can't talk to me anymore. Yeah, he just, he, why, did he get divorced or something? He's like, I'm a, I'm a new man. Yeah, if not, he will be soon. You know what happens when people are doing that. <laughs> He's like, you got to go to another weekend trip to Spain. I know. I'll be back. So uh, I, I'm glad. I think Everton now is like in, uh, where are the standing? Where are, I think you're, I think we're fifth and you're what? Eighth? We're sixth. Right behind us. Right behind you. I think it's only because of goal differential. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, actually, no. It's the same goal differential. It's because of how many goals scored. We've scored more goals. Okay. Look at that. Shouts. I think we scored what? Seven? But both sitting on zero. Ah. <laughs> what you know about that? Yo. So it's not a negative. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. We, uh, Everton will not be there long. Trust me. Um, so, the okay. So a couple things to talk about. Uh, in American soccer. Oh, before we actually get started talking about American soccer, well, um, we have to give uh, a shout out, maybe a happy birthday even to uh, maybe a future, uh, uh, maybe uh, inaugural, not inaugural, like uh, uh, it, it, what's it called when uh, honorary, honorary Gully Squad member. Ooh. Uh, uh, Luca, uh, Danielle's baby. Oh, hell yeah. The, so this gulliest baby of gulliest all time. baby of all time <laughs> who has a gully as uh, a gully AF sticker on 
uh, on they the gullified. On, they gullified the, uh, the carriage. The carriage. The stroller. <laughs> the stroller has a gully sticker. So I don't know. This this is already the gulliest baby, right? Uh-huh. Because uh, uh, just because because repping hard out in these DC streets. Didn't right? have a chance. <laughs> Didn't have a chance. <laughs> so, uh, but congratulations uh, to Danielle and uh, and her husband. Uh, it, it. I don't know. You know what? I don't know her husband's first name. It just says Jay Nicholas. Jay Nicholas. So Jay. So Jay. I Giacomo. 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 Now we figured we, it out. No, it all comes together. So, uh, uh, but uh, congratulations on, on the new baby. Uh, and and we, yeah, we're huge fans. So, uh, uh, yeah. So uh, excited. If you don't know. Uh, Danielle and Nicholas are part of uh, Screaming Eagles. Uh, Screaming Eagles and Screaming do- Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's a new cartoon for the baby. <laughs> yeah, Screaming yeah. Eagles. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Why are all these cartoons just drinking by water? <laughs> just, just wait. They all go to a stadium shortly after. Exactly. So um, uh, yes, and they are part of Screaming Eagles, and they do a lot of stuff uh, to uh, you know help the supporters group and help uh, DC United. Uh, you know the, with the, the supporters culture. Uh, so this baby, it's it's always cool when uh, soccer supporters have uh, uh, have a child because yeah. you know that indoctrination is coming in fast and hard, right? It is going to be, this baby is going to be exactly and, and support the things I support. And if you deviate, yeah. you are no longer my child. How dare you? <laughs> we got a message from Danielle. She sent this to me. It doesn't have anything private information, so I'll read mm-hmm. it. It says, baby demands food every hour on the overnight. Nick, she put... You just had to declare he was gully, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Shouts so, to him. The baby has the same diet as Alexis Guerrero's. Got I, it. <laughs> if I'm supposed to fast for 16 hours, you best believe I'm going to eat for all eight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so congrats. Uh, so let's talk about a couple of things going on. In American soccer, just uh, if you follow any American soccer players uh, that play in MLS, uh, you may have seen them uh, post an, an image that says, uh, basically, it either says, I uh, heart MLSPA or I, what is it? I am. I am? MLSPA. Okay. Well, but it, it looks like a, a, a paw. It looks like a bear paw. It looks like a bear, a bear claw or a paw? Paw. <laughs> a little bear paw. Uh, okay. A little baby. Little baby bear paw, <laughs> just re- pretty adorable. Um, but the uh, yes, you've made but the it. entire league did it. Every player, yes, every player, yeah, not, not MLS, not the league. No, they were very much not the posting league, them. <laughs> the league is very. They much. actually posted a "You're what?" and they had the bear, <laughs> the bear, <laughs> the claws going through it. The uh, so all the players uh, pasted a thing, uh, uh, posted a thing saying, uh, "I am uh, MLS PA," and everybody uh, was kind of asking the question, "What is this all about?" We actually uh, got a message um, from uh, Tesho. Yeah, that's right. Tesha Akindeli. Well, I reached out to him and was like, hey, because I saw the first few and I wrote, hey, man, what's this all about? And there were all these things coming out saying like, oh, it was, um, uh, should we say what he said? I don't think we're. Yeah, it's, uh, a lot of players have said it. Just like it's, it's just showing u- unity amongst the players in, uh, for the upcoming uh, collective bargaining agreement. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the official statement from MLSPA was that it's just the Labor Day celebration. This is mm-hmm. just saying, hey, Labor Day is coming up for everyone in unions. We're a union. Also, 
They didn't put this. This was the sheet of paper that fell off that they didn't put. It was like, yo, negotiations are coming up. <laughs> and it seems like we might be unified a little bit this time. Yeah. So uh, we should talk about because this uh, kind of sparked a lot of the conversations. This, this sparked a lot of like weird labor conversations about unions. And I don't know. So it's, it's just such a strange thing yeah. when like you, you know, I the, the, the history that I learned was of like, uh, uh, what was it? The, the triangle of uh, the sure factory. Sure factory and it's like people dying in fires and because they they have no there's no over nobody this like, is what they went over as you were a child <laughs> well they did they taught us about <laughs> it so you you learn like oh maybe unions are a good thing because it can protect workers from dangerous uh you know in, in work uh, like environments yeah and then people are like unions are terrible they, they're just uh, you know it's just like it makes no sense whatsoever i didn't see the i mean i know that there's both sides of the argument I, i've just seen a lot of it through late throughout labor day it's just like this anti-union kind of messaging when it doesn't really make much sense uh, because unions have reshaped the way work happens in the country. Yeah, but like when you get a group that has to all vote one way and all has to do something one way, it's sort of you can then find ways to manipulate that. Of course. Jimmy Hoffa, okay? A hero. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Shouts to him. Uh, But yeah, I mean, look, that's what I like about unions, you know, is that you could bribe just one person and you get all of them. The Philadelphia are the huge fans of it, I think. (laughs) And they will not be duped. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, at the very least, this uh, this is... uh, um, what I think is we should talk about some of the things that are um, that the the MLS players are kind of looking for. What should be like a little bit of your free agency, priority. I think, is the big one, right? So chartered flights, free agency, chartered flights, especially look, charter flights seems to be high up on the list. When you see the, the number of complaints from players, they, they, they live tweet themselves like at the airport. Yeah. Oh, it's like, Hey, at yo, MLS yo. zone seven. <laughs> what type of, <laughs> yo, why I'm is it lo- taking so long? Why I mean, am I loading man late? I got to check my bag at the, at the gate. Yeah, now? It's like, okay, look, you should be talking to Delta, not, the, <laughs> yeah. at, not the social media yeah. person at MLS. I don't know how much they'll be able to help. We overbooked, so the rookies are going to have to fly tomorrow. (laughs) So it's like, I don't know. You're directing it in a strange place, but I get the point. Uh, But no, they've been very vocal and publicizing the struggles that they have. Uh, You know, uh, who who was it that just There's also teams that want to charter more, but you're only allowed by MLS to charter four flights a, a season. Yeah. Isn't it two? I think it's four. I think it's two. Two. Oh, okay. Back. Yeah. It's trash. So, not, so also, yo, why aren't we using helicopters? Now, just hear me out. I know you can only fit like four people in a helicopter, right? <laughs> but imagine a sea helicopter showing up for an away game. Okay. You, you, so I actually just watched. Uh, well, okay, here I, we go. I feel like I'm starting. <laughs> we just, Somehow <laughs> on the last day on stage 17, Christian's all in. Bad puns. <laughs> and now he's like, wait a minute, Alexis, that's a good idea. No. Is it the booch? <laughs> so uh, I was just watching. Uh, um, the an interview with Romelu Lukaku on the Lighthearted podcast. This is Josh Hart from the New Orleans Pelicans. He played on the Lakers. And he just oh, got I, traded. I, I watched. I watched the same thing. Right. So, and he he mentioned how Kobe Bryant didn't live. Uh, he lived outside of like outside of L.A. He lived in Orange County, but he would to go to training and to go to games, he would take a helicopter uh, to go to the games. And they feel like uh, he was saying like, that's why Kobe was so successful because he didn't like, he wasn't 
I mean, this is and this is just this is Kobe Bryant. So we know that he has he's had his issues, right. but he wasn't as tempted in L.A. with like club nightclubs and and all the all the <laughs> normal temptations. Yeah. And again, I know who we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I think like other things <laughs> strike his fancy, <laughs> but uh, but that was uh, the, but the helicopter to a game thing is not uh, is not unheard of, but it's also not. MLS players. I'm, it's Kobe Bryant. And it's the NBA. It's the LA Lakers. I'm just signing them all for Marquee Jet. You know what I mean? Which is like that they, they fly out of like 34th Street. You know what I'm talking about? Like right on the water. The uh, little, oh, okay. Yeah. On yeah, the yeah. other side of the West Side Highway. Yeah. 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 The little helipad. Just sign them up for that. <laughs> <laughs> Done, Robin. <Robert. laughs> Yo, That's Donnie it. G. Hit us up. <laughs> Yo, but give me a front office job. I'm good. I got Collect- all the ideas. Collective bargaining is done without <laughs> even the collecting or the bargaining, really. <laughs> Turns out we just show up and make agreements. <laughs> yeah. So look, the, the, uh, the yes, charter flight. I also think the whole charter flight thing is there. What just, do you think they're going to get? I think they're dangling that as a carrot to get everything else they want. So high, like they want to remove the salary cap, right? Yeah. That's like, or at least a higher salary cap. Uh, but there should be no reason for a salary cap. Okay, there should be no reason, but there is a reason, right? And we, we've spoken to several people about it, which Alexis does not choose to remember right at the moment. But the, removing the salary cap will definitively hurt the American player. It will not. With, definitively. It will not because all that's going to happen is those players are just going to shift down. Those players now, that, that builds up USL, USL 1, USL 2, USL 75, whatever they got going on down there. <laughs> Nisa, you know? So, a, 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 a Honda, I don't know how, <laughs> how many other leagues we have. Everyone gets built up. But you don't, it, the, first of all, the American player, look at the players we're building that are going to Europe. They're not going to need to go to Europe anymore. They're going to be able to play here if they want. So it's going to hurt the American player. Well, Josh Sargent's going to get a start. Christian Pulisic would get a start. Uh, you're saying like in MLS, they would get, of course, yeah. the, the, the high caliber American player. And also but, I'm not saying to get rid play, of international the, slots. The players, I never said to get rid of international slots. Okay. Or sluts. Right. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Enjoy your life. All right. There's no slut shaming no, here. No, not at all. Enjoy. Who cares? <laughs> okay. We know a couple of DPs that have been some international sluts. Who don't don't remember what DP meant originally. <laughs> what are we doing? You listen to this. It's not our fault. <laughs> uh, but no, the the players that are earning uh, 75k. Why? Why would you keep that player on board when you can get, you can spend a hundred k and get a, a player, you know, a, a player from abroad that would be much, because much what better. Because I, what I don't think people are understanding, including you, is that it's not so much saying it'll hurt the American player. Yeah, look, the bottom ring of American players will fall off. That's going to happen. It's only going to make the lower leagues a bit more competitive, right? There's only so much talent in this country until we build more. So okay. it waters the product down anyway when that's all you have, right? So you're saying it... it, it, it uh, Yeah, it it will build up the lower leagues of soccer. Yes, but here's the other thing it'll do. It will appropriately value our players. We don't value our players. We're we're paying players that could probably get, I don't know, $800,000 a year. We're paying them $120,000 a year as an example because we have a salary cap. Well, that's all we could really give you. If they were in any other league, they may not be making a million a year, but they'd be pretty close. They might be making 10, 15, 20,000 a week, right? We're not giving them that. If all of a sudden there's no salary cap, now we have to give them that. We have to give them market value. Okay, but we're also um, their, their market value might not also not, not be be not in the league at all. You know what I mean? Like it, it'll it'll definitely be um, 
they'll, it'll be harsher when making those cuts. Sure. Without a doubt. That's all. But the, but the MLS Players Union has to look out for these players. They're not just going to be like, They can't oh, just well, look out for American players, though. They have to look out for all players in their union. It doesn't matter where they're from. I agree. But the majority of the players in their union are American. And they have clearly... So, I mean, maybe they should just build a wall. Look, I mean, I'm not saying it's the best idea. <laughs> wall where? What are you talking about? I don't know. Near the helicopters. Why are you asking me smart questions? Uh, no, it's, it'll, it'll be... It, it's... Um, it's something to take into consideration. I don't know, like when I th- when I think of as a fan, what what do I want the players' union to fight for the most? Uh, removing the salary cap would be a thing. I know that would immediately in in twenty twenty the league will be popping right. Those gonna at be, the very least there's gonna be like five or six clubs that be like yo yo exactly. Concacaf Champions League is nothing. <laughs> yo, bring you for Champions yeah. League out here, just mushing. <laughs> America in the face, <laughs> just mushing tigres in the face. <laughs> so it would it would change things a lot, uh, and I think that. But there has to be um, a couple of those moves that that at least instill some confidence into the future of American soccer. And uh, and uh, also, removing but, the salary cap, I don't think it's going to happen. But definitely a higher salary cap. But also, I mean, I don't know that I don't know that removing the salary cap really shifts as much as you think. Is because. The development academies are still making players, and they're making American players. The, what you say, the development academies, every academy is not equal, right? Some, like FC Dallas, is, yeah, they're putting out good product. You out. tell me Pomacol? You tell me Jackson <laughs> Yule? Sure. You know, players like that aren't going to continue to play? They are, but it's not, every academy is not doing, uh, you know, not producing the same amount of talent as like FC Dallas and, and things like that. So it's, it's, it's still, there's still uh, a lot of, what you know, competition and there's still a lot of, it's going to take a lot of time uh, to still, for, for that lower level, especially at the academy level, which is fairly new, uh, what six years old, seven years old? I mean, come on, we're at the point now where we're making pretty great players and in, in strides in these academies. <clears throat> so, and it's still a single entity, which I hope collapses, but it's still a single entity. So, or at least splits apart. I don't want it to collapse. I want it to break up. But um, if that's the case, you know, FC Dallas should be sharing best practices with all these other teams. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they'll do that just for the composition. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, here's what we do: everybody <laughs> eats two cheeseburgers before every training. Go ahead, try it. No, just go try it. Just report not, back in a year or two. What it you works. Think. It, trust me, that's how Reggie Cannon keeps fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kids got abs. You're gonna tell me now? You're gonna tell me now? Why don't you go do it? <laughs> yes. All of a sudden, the hunts sound like they're yeah, from New yeah. Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you heard about Popeye's chicken sandwiches? You know why they ran out? Academy system. <laughs> Did you try the bar, the Popeyes? I have not. Have you? I had two of them. They're great. <laughs> I, no, they I have know. two flavors. Try, Alexis, trust me. I know you had multiple. All right. I, was, <laughs> yeah, I had to try both flavors to see which one I like the most. Oh, there's spicy bo- and classic, which uh, is like the non-spicy. Okay. Uh, all right. Here's my thing. So I'll tell you. <laughs> Alexis just eating. The, <laughs> I'm a classic man. Chomp. <laughs> 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 you can stop singing, sir. The spicy. Uh, Chicken, actual like the the breaded chicken fillet has more flavor, but they put a chipotle mayo on that sandwich, whereas the classic has a regular, very tangy mayo, which is very good. So I would say get the spicy with the regular. Well, I mean, you can't get anything right now. <laughs> you heard about the guy who sued because you eating them all. That's <laughs> no, why. <laughs> I too. I feel like there's nothing. Guy in front of me bought like ten of them. By the way, um, you, you hear about the guy who's suing Popeyes? 
No. Because he said it caused emotional distress that he kept driving around and couldn't find one. And also he paid a guy on on Craigslist $25 in the back of a Popeye's, $5 for the sandwich, $20 for his trouble. He said he had a couple of them stashed in the walk-in freezer. He goes, all right, stay back here. I'll be right back. Walks in, doesn't come back half an hour later. So the guy walks in and goes, hey, did you see this guy wearing blah, 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 blah? And they go, yeah, that guy was here not too long ago. He bought himself one of the sandwiches and walked out the front door. Come on. Amazing. Shouts to the street hustlers. Man, you know, I've uh, I've done some disgusting things at the <laughs> at the back of a Popeye's. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that one takes the cake. <laughs> Speaking of cake, when last time I was back there. Uh, no, did you hear about the the, the uh, somebody held uh, someone at gunpoint at the back yeah. of Popeye's? Yeah, uh, that's taking gully too far. <laughs> Is it? I don't even think the word gully needs to be involved in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want gully to be an accomplice <laughs> for such an activity. I, I just gunny would disapprove. Gunny would not be happy. Yeah. You, you just wait, wait for the chicken. It'll <laughs> it'll show up at some point. Uh, I don't know. Uh, is it actually worth it's, this craziness? Yes. Really? Here's what I'll say. It this, is. Look, you know how I feel about food. There's nothing. There's no food on earth that will will like even inspire me to like get out of my like, leave my home. Look, there's certainly a buzz and like like for us, right? Are we that worthwhile? Yes, it's we're, we're worth holding somebody up at gunpoint for <laughs> to listen to us. No, we're worth waiting in line for. Here's the truth. It's the best fast food chicken sandwich. It's also the best slow fast food, casual fast food. You know what I'm talking about? Like, okay. Or fast casual, I believe they call it. Like it's better than the Shake Shack. Chicken Shack burger uh, sandwich. Okay, and that's good. I like that burger. So if you think that's good, this is even better. That's it. That's it. If you like chicken sandwiches, that was the one to get. Okay, wow. I'll slap my mama for that chicken <laughs> yeah. sandwich. I know, because she already slapped me for it. So, I mean, she's got it coming. <laughs> Take your helicopter, us players. Uh, okay, so the uh, I'm trying to think, was there anything else in the the players' union? <laughs> in the oh, yeah. CBA that we should talk about. Popeyes. We really get, this show kind of gets you a little bit of everything. We're like an erector set. <laughs> so, uh, anything, uh, uh, charter flights, uh, salary cap, free agency, well, Taylor Twelman said that the single entity, it's time to get that yeah. done. Do you think that that's the case? Are you done with the idea of a single entity? Do you think we're past it now? I think it's, I think it's a good place to start. Um, cause, uh, in that same interview, uh, Romelu Lukaku was talking about, uh, letting the players negotiate like their own contracts for, uh, letting teams, the teams uh, negotiate for their own t- kit shirt sponsors and things like that. Like we can start with these baby steps, like to let, uh, maybe let like, Maybe make it optional. They'll never do that because Adidas is bought into the league. They have a generation Adidas. Yes, yes. There's like so much attached to it. I mean, it's not going to happen this collective bargaining agreement. You don't know that. Uh, that the single entity is going to fall apart. They uh, could say once these contracts are over, okay, we won't maybe, renegotiate maybe. new ones. There's no, there's, there's things you can put in place the, now. Adidas deal is like t- for 10 years. Okay. So well that's, then, it might be a while. Well, uh, that would stop them from renewing it. Correct. Correct. Uh, so also what I think the MLS players association needs to do is not fall for the same thing. They felt last time. Remember they were like, yo, we're losing money as a league. We're losing a hundred million every year. What are we going to do? They want too many things. We can't do this, blah, blah. And as soon as they agree to a deal, all of a sudden, all these big, huge partnerships to show the next day was like money day. Yeah. It was like the direct deposit hit. <laughs> Yo, it was what the Audi deal, Continental Tire. Uh, I think El Himador at that time was one of the ones. Yo, it was just like all these major sponsorships came in all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the, the move might be, or one of the things 
uh, to to help the the individual clubs is uh, and Paul Tenorio had uh, had pointed this out. Um, so Mauro Manotas from Houston Dynamo is getting million dollar deal, uh, getting offers from an unnamed European club. Uh, so they, we don't know yet, but the it's the negotiations seem to be stalling um, because of the probably because of the twenty five percent that MLS uh, will receive. It's too much of a cut. And and then Paul Tenorio made that point that it's like at this at, at this point where we are in major league soccer that this that is an insane sum of money yeah. uh, to to take away from the club when they can use that stuff to you know to reinvest into the league and then and it's the same issue right if they sell if they sell the player then they can only use a certain amount of money to reinvest into the for the, to the roster for yeah. The, yeah for the roster into the roster so just promise the league should just say if you promise to use it towards your academy or team, you can keep the twenty five percent. Well, they well they will, and they and they, and they obviously you don't know should. That. If I was one of the owners, I wouldn't. <laughs> What's I wrong with you? Thank, I mean, look at all the money I just got. Thank heavens you are not <laughs> an owner. Yes, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, that would be the 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 obvious kind of place to like reinvest into into the club. So you can obviously, but it's make, not guaranteed, not guaranteed, but, but if you're willing to, if you're willing to guarantee that, yeah, you'll use it towards your Academy system, mm-hmm. then yeah, take the money. Uh, so the hope, but, but that's the, the, yeah, that, that would be the, the hope that they would do that. But the fact that 25% of it already gets cut, then that's less to reinvest into the club. And, and uh, at this point, especially with where MLS is getting money from, which is, yes, the Adidas deal, the, the, uh, and then the, the expansion fees, it's like, hey, maybe you don't need this particular money anymore because at, MLS is technically not uh, doing any work to, sell the, to, to train the player and sell the player, right? No. So it's like... Why? Just sitting in your corner office, fat cat, <laughs> taking twenty five percent. Some mafia stuff, like oh, you're you're not gonna get my big wet. Yeah, <laughs> you think you make a it's, hit, and I don't get a uh, cut. What the big? Yeah, the big. yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. I didn't learn too much from Sopranos, but I definitely got that. Yeah, I mean, it's not the big. I'll explain the big. <laughs> What's later. the big? Tell me what the big is. That's the points per week that you owe on money that's that you, that you borrow. Okay. <laughs> so if got you it. don't pay that, I have to. I come after you, and also I take whatever it is that you wanted that money for. All right. It's like a, it's loan sharking, which is legal now. Montel Williams has commercials for it every day. <laughs> and we all we all respect Montel Williams, right? <laughs> so we should listen to everything he says and does. So uh, the okay, so uh, we'll see. It, it's this after the season. This uh, I think the negotiations. When the when does it expire? I think end of January. Yeah, it's take? at the end of the season. And the season. Um, is it immediately after the end of the season and the negotiations start? I think it's. I think it has like a, a certain week period because of because remember they signed late last last time. Yeah. So the 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 season wait w- wasn't when we started the podcast was right after was right after they had just renegotiated. Yeah. And we're moving on up at the end of the CBA. Yeah. We we we, we negotiated a new. <laughs> but we're still a single entity. No, but the, <laughs> there, there's a possibility, and then and this um you know all the players posting this can possibly suggest that they're willing to strike right if they're all on board. I got to be honest. There's it's it's a lost cause if you do not strike unless you get what you want. Okay, yeah, you think they, that you, that should be one of the things that they do if they That don't. is it. That is the one thing that they didn't do last time that made them lose out. Okay. If you strike, if you stop the league from being able to play the first few games of the season, which is a massive pageant, and it's not even the first few games of the season, it's uh Champions League which starts in February. Son, uh it would you be a bail big on issue. That. Yeah. You're going to push them to the edge. 
Okay. I mean, it's not- all your friends are dead. Little Uzi Vert. Also, mafia. So, happens when you don't pay the thing. Look, we just came around. <laughs> okay. So, again, so that's something to look out for. I don't know when the. I, I'm assume after MLS, MLS Cup, the negotiations will kind of, uh, you know, start or get a little bit more intense. Yeah. Uh, but really, end of January, it has to be sorted out. Or there has to be some uh, movement. Because uh, there there is a high possibility of a strike, so we'll see. Well, um, okay. So uh, a couple other things to talk about. We were talking. We were just talking about Romelu Lukaku, and uh, we we don't want to talk about this uh, because it's so it's just frustrating that it continues to happen, and it continues to happen with the same goddamn club. Uh, this happened last season uh, to Moise Keane, who is now at Everton, and um, uh, Romelu Lukaku playing. Uh, he plays for Inter Milan, playing against Cagliari, uh, and he he does. What does he do? I mean, he's he's taking a penalty. It's being a normal human being. Being a normal human being. A uh, professional soccer player. Professional soccer, but doing his job. Uh, and he gets uh, the, the monkey champs uh, uh-huh. during this. Uh, Which Cagliari said that they're dedicated to getting rid of. No, you're not. Uh, they're still there. It's been years. It's been years. And uh, so apparently uh, this Where is. Where is Cagliari? Ca- is it, this is was North? Ha- now, what's that pizza like? By taste racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't use specific cheese? <laughs> so... The uh, look and the, I mean we ha- we're talking about this again because this obviously happens with this club often. But Romelu Lukaku, a high-profile player. Oh, it's in Sardinia. Well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> what does that mean? It's an island off of. It's uh, Sardinia is known for being a uh, everyone. The joke about Sardinia is that everyone has knives. Interesting. All, it's an island of. It's like they're Australia. It's like where if you were a criminal. That's where um, you would go. So like thieves and all that, that's where they would go. Got it. And stuff. All right. Now we figured it out. Two and two adding up. Okay, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. We know two plus two equals <laughs> racist. <laughs> you know what? It, it's a shame. I didn't, I didn't have any stereotypes about sar- Sardinians, <laughs> but now I'm glad I, I added that to my roster. Oh yeah. Well now, you know, <laughs> can't trust them. <laughs> so uh, he's, yeah, he's taking a penalty. He gets uh, all the monkey chance. He he buries the penalty, and uh, after the game, he 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 left a um uh he put a, a, a post on Instagram just talking about how uh, how ridiculous it is. Um and and yeah, it's like he also stared at the fans, yes, and that to me is like good. You score against them, you pinpoint it. Same thing Moise Keane essentially did, and he got booted. So that means Lukaku going back to Everton now. <laughs> so shouts to you. Okay. Well, he didn't get booted per se. They brought in. Uh, they sold Moise Keane, one of the most promising prospects. Yes, because they they had to keep uh, Dabala and like other stuff like that. It was right. it was it was just a- right. We know why. <laughs> so now all of a sudden he did the exact thing. This is what you do. You know, you you sort of you display you know your your excellence in the face of someone saying that you're less than they are. That's what you do. As a soccer player, your job is to score goals. He scores a goal. Yo, look at them fans. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I just, um, I mean, really, it's this is the responsibility is clearly on 
uh, on the Italian FA. I mean, why? Yeah. It's just like to tolerate it uh, and to dismiss it for so long to just be like, oh, it's just a couple bad apples. It's just like, well, the bad apples are are ruining the bunch. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Cagliari's like, no, I know Stefano. He's a, he's a good guy. <laughs> Little crazy. You know? It's just that's it. Like they, there has to be some punishment. Everyone must be punished. Uh, for for a, a, a small amount of people's behavior. Like, Normally, I'd say p- send them to Sardinia, but like they're but already, they're already there. there. So there's no punishment. <laughs> what are you supposed to do now? What are you sending me home? What is going on? I guess you stay there longer. I mean, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, but no, Tim it, wants to know how much of the racism do you think is hurting the popularity of soccer and also new fan interest? In unfortunately, it's inspiring a certain kind of fan <laughs> to really get into it. No, like, I, oh, like kind like minded individuals. I, look, I, no. <laughs> Realistically, <laughs> look, ESPN bought the rights to Serie A, right? And they're airing all the games. Uh, they're going to only show it on mute from now on, which is <laughs> really going to kill the atmosphere. Uh, no, they just have to place it like some, uh, you know, the Tool soundtrack over yeah. it. <laughs> It'll be better. Um, so, no, the the uh, this is the big issue. I think in Italy, the, uh, you know, Calcio been around long time, not going anywhere, not going to be any less popular. Doesn't matter about new it fans is, or not. It, every, every league wants the american fan base they yes. know that is like the, that missing gold mine uh and that's the next opportunity they see the they see the money the premier league makes with the american fans they want that here and this this what it truly does affect is the american interest in Syria. well i know espn has actually talked about po- uh, potentially dropping Syria because of this but there's a new suitor for it fox news i mean <laughs> fox news all over it. And uh, shouts to you, Fox News. Yeah. That's yeah. a great part of uh, Alexis's jokes. They sound really serious. The premises sound real serious. Yeah. And then he giggles through the punchline. Yeah. You know what it is? <laughs> you also can't see this. Christian looks at me and he goes, oh, here it comes. <laughs> you don't know. You can't see it, but I can. He loses confidence what I'm about to say pretty uh, quickly. I love. I, my favorite part is that one of the announcers is going to be Alex Jones. Yeah. Uh, he's going to take it over. Oh, wait till he hears about the helicopters. <laughs> There's a helicopter. People, <laughs> we told you this was happening. Uh, just calling games with tinfoil on his yeah. head. It's gonna be great. Uh, no. I'm in a bunker. Edward Snowden's calling in. Look, I, I think uh, Romelu Lukaku is at at least a look. He's he's more mature, a bit older than um than Moise Keane, who was kind of he was dealing with this. And this was this was like last season got the, a lot of uh, publicity. The, yeah, because like, he's a kid. He's a kid dealing with it. But the, Romelu Lukaku is a man. He's a big man. That's a, that's a big man. Big man. All right. <laughs> so he's he's gonna approach it with a little bit uh, a different energy. Trust me. Yeah. Um, and I think uh he can help uh, you know improve this a little bit or at least and and uh from i i saw there was a uh story about that now, after this happened that that the italian fa was gonna uh start like a group to try to figure out like race racial issues in Serie A or something and i like guarantee that. you there's not gonna be one black person <laughs> in there no, I... no no we do not need their input no <laughs> no I mean, they can, but they have to use a different water fountain. <laughs> Just, I hope that it is diverse. Those of us who are Italian will get together. No Sicilians, of course. Just mainland Italians. And we will decide what happens. <laughs> so uh, hopefully he could put some pressure to... Uh, and really, all anybody's asking for is for Cagliari to be punished. That's, that's like at least at a the starting very least, point. At the very least, those fans be banned for life. Yeah. And also 
it should and be. And there's video that uh, there was a video that went viral of like in in the cr- in the crowd. In they the filmed stand. it themselves. One of the guys. Like, look I mean, at, it's me. Hey, I'm hey, going. <laughs> hey, look at me. Hey, I make the race of remarks. Hey, this is good. <laughs> this is very fun. Very Sardinian. <laughs> I've uh, gone from German to Portuguese. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm all over the board. Uh, so uh, look. Hopefully, there's at least some uh, movement, some action, something done because this is embarrassing. Like, and then when you saw there was like a list of uh, of players that uh, that you know high profile players that were dealing with this abuse, and it was like uh, uh, you know Samuel Eto'o and obviously like fam- like big huge players. That's just like. Uh, and and not to say that you know the the big players should not sh- suffer from racial abuse or whatever, but it's like the 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 fact that there's just complete disregard and they just they do not care and that 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 is clearly the culture of 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 the fan base of like yeah. and and again not all not everybody no but there's, there's I'm sure there's people that condemn it that are but I hear it on the broadcast bro it's loud yeah. enough there's shut enough those, people shut those mics off. <laughs> Yo, we the, should we should make a drop for them that whenever something racist happens, ESPN shuts it off and it's like, here we go, Italians, here we go. <laughs> it's just that fun. Just a little fun, little, <laughs> little chipper. You know, just no, change like, the mood well, a little bit. You know? hey, those Italian fans, <laughs> they're actually quite nice and their English is impeccable. <laughs> so, uh, again, hope. here we go, soccer players. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. Yeah. Bring the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, you know, they've really turned a new leaf. Out there, <laughs> so um, uh, so hopefully there's uh, again some changes. All right, <laughs> so uh, a couple other things that we should talk about before we get to uh, uh, our interview. Uh, we're excited to be talking to Tommy Thompson hey. from San Jose Earthquakes. That's gonna be great. Thomas Thompson. Thomas, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's at the hermano, mi hermano, Tommy. So, uh, Carly Lloyd, we have to talk about this because this has been, uh, again, this is getting, uh, you know, rolling up Twitter, right? Yeah. Uh, NFL Twitter and uh, uh, NWSL Twitter and just... And USMNT, WMNT. Everybody has has an opinion on this. But uh, Carly Lloyd, a video went viral of her uh, at Philadelphia, yard. Philadelphia Eagles training camp. And she hit a 55-yard field goal. 55-yard field goal. And she's from South Jersey, so Philly's her team. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I I lost respect for her because I mean, I'm a Giants fan. But what are you gonna do? Speaking of Eagles, <laughs> mentioned it before. So, uh, but no, Carly Lloyd nails a 55 yard field goal, right? And this is, but like, it looked easy, exactly. Uh, and then what what what's the mistake everybody makes when when they see uh, a video on Twitter of a woman completing any task? You look at the comments and you're like, oh boy, oh, I made a huge mistake. Wow. <laughs> a lot of Cagliari fans <laughs> in the mentions. <laughs> All right. You're being wild Cagliari right now. Yeah. All right. So, hashtag Sardinians out here. <laughs> no. So uh, everybody was like, well, she uh, took uh, uh, too many steps to take in the NFL. She would not have that much time and whatever. That is the only, so the ESPN did the, their science thing, you know, okay. the science. The, yes, That's the science. only not against what she did is that she probably wouldn't be able to complete that in an NFL game because it just takes too long to get to the ball. Yes. That's the only thing. Everything else was like, this is great. <laughs> Everything else was like, wow. And one thing was, yo, she doesn't have that time for that run up, which I'm sure she'd adjust. Yeah. It's not like she's just going to walk on and be like, give me the pads. How about how long? It's also like, we can't dismiss that she hit a 55. I could have a 
5,000 like yard, like uh, 5,000 steps. Here's what I you do. I would never hit it, right? Most you, people would not hit a 55-yard field goal. You put my you put my leg in a cast, okay? <laughs> and then you strap me to the front of a rocket. <laughs> and you send that rocket, my leg stretched out towards that ball. And guess what happens? I die. That's it. That ball doesn't go through that. So let's let's not toss it aside like, no. oh, whatever. But, but this, well, actually this, well, actually that. And they're like, someone goes, could she even handle the NFL? She won a World Cup multiple <laughs> times. She scored half pitch against China. Yeah. She also broke a girl's ribs the other day. Yeah, right? We were there. <laughs> we were there. And then they played a game afterwards. <laughs> so trust me, when if, of all people, we know this one is tough. All right. This is a yeah. tough lady. Uh, so she hits this field goal, which is incredibly impressive. Now, the questions of like uh, being a kicker. There's lots of soccer players that you know they play in college and then they become NFL kickers. That's yeah. A, remember Tony Miola? I don't know. You probably weren't a fan like that. Uh, yes, they I have heard. Him, yes, everybody was like, "Here's a chance." I think it was with the Chiefs for a while. Everybody, every goalkeeper. Yeah. As soon as MLS started, they're like, "Oh wow, they kicked the ball that far. Come play for the NFL team." You know? Yeah. So the idea of a, a soccer player becoming an NFL kicker is not. Unheard of, right? No. It's just that they That's saw what Harry Kane wants to do. Uh, sure, yeah. Who, I, who knows? No, what? for real, you heard him, right? He wants to play for uh, the Patriots when he's done. Yeah, but I, I also don't respect him for that. No, uh, <laughs> so he loves the red hats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to go to Cagliari for <laughs> season ticket holder. I want to try. He's forcing a transfer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My childhood club. <laughs> There's just something about the fan base. <laughs> the um, it's not unheard of for a soccer player to hit a field goal. No. Uh, it's just it, we, they can do it. They're, they can, they, their muscles in their legs are specifically built to be kicking not, balls. A, a, a woman doing it, it's like it's not it's really not that crazy. No. And also they have, they have rules against hitting the quarterback at certain times. They, everyone's afraid like what happens if the kick is missed or if it's, if it's bobbled. Now she's in play. And those are fair questions, right? Because those are like NFL questions right well that's the thing like if martin grammatica remember him yeah i do the guy was like four foot eight maybe 120 pounds (laughs) i might be making some of that (laughs) if that guy could survive a couple hits carly remember when i high-fived carly lloyd yeah the hand her hand hurt my she physically (laughs) assaulted me with a high five i don't i'm not saying that yeah that against a linebacker is the same right my hand demonstrably much weaker than that of a linebacker look and if if you were running a uh if you're a coach of an nfl team you would comprehend that having carly lloyd as your kicker there's clearly risks right you have to weigh the pros and cons uh compared to the other talent that you have right Uh, but can she nail field goals it, it seems so, but yeah. can she do other NFL stuff and other football stuff? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. We yeah. don't know. But to, but look, I, I, it's a fair question to ask, but to just be like, well, she couldn't, what, like, you don't know what she could or could you not do. You don't know. You have no clue. <laughs> you've never met the woman. You've never seen her up close. I have. And let me tell you, also, she's from Jersey. She'd be all right. She is here. I, look, I, I, if this was just any soccer player, any woman, woman soccer player, I, I would have a little, uh, some more concern, uh, some more doubts. We met Rose Lavelle. She's a very, 
she's strong as shit, but she is a very petite person. Yeah, I don't, I don't want her near four hundred pound lineman. No. I'll be honest, okay? He was worried about me being here. <laughs> what if I rolled over on her or something? Okay, it's just like you know, it's like they tell you not to sleep next to your baby. That's, yeah. a, that's sort of like with Alexa. I'm what if I sneezed and <laughs> fell on her ankle? You never know, right? That's kind of I have the same worries. Uh, but, but Car- also, her husband's cool with it. Like, who the hell are we? If her and her husband had had this conversation and they both agree that it's it's fine, yeah. and that's someone who knows her really well, and she and she. He's cool with it. He's and like, I don't care if she comes back home with CTE. She should live her dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, could we just get me some more charcuterie plates? <laughs> I'm more of a homemaker now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but like, look, you know what I mean? Like, that's a relationship. They, they had the conversation. They both talked about it. Everyone's cool with it. Like, who the hell are you to worry about? If the person who knows her the I most intimately think, is like, yo, this would be lit. If that guy's like that, who are you? Yeah, I just think that that's the thing that, like, the... Like don't don't people dream anymore? Don't people have imaginations? Like how cool would this be? Yeah. Like well, what? read that haiku you have to write. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Let yourself explore yeah. a little bit more, you know? Jeez. <laughs> Believe in wonderment. Just, it's just that the, the the NFL fan base is so like this monolith of like it's just they they are already so uh, harsh and critical over uh, on the, uh, the male players. You know what I mean? Like, of course, it's just like they make too much money and they they you know and like they they just don't grasp the risk. Like even with um uh what's his name the quarterback from the Colts that just uh Andrew Luck Andrew they Luck him. they boot him which is whatever but. The, the 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 fan base just like the the way fans of the NFL kind of react to any player being even mildly sensitive or vulnerable. Yeah. It's just, it's absurd. Like you don't want to go be- through 30 car accidents a day and you're like, <laughs> get up and walk it off. Just that's, it's like, it's, it's a difficult opinion to take seriously when they're talking about the possibility of a female player playing in the NFL at, at, at any role. Right. I it's- want her to do it just to shut them all up. And I hope she stares at all of them afterwards. <laughs> just give them, give, give them the, the, the uh, Lacazette stare. Yeah. It's been, it's been, rebranded bro (laughs) (laughs) so um okay so we're gonna get to our interview in a second we have a couple we have five minutes alexis uh there were a couple games that were just absolutely insane uh minnesota beating uh carlos valeless lafc correct is that is that big enough of a of a of a loss not having carlos vela in there to suggest that that's not a that this isn't minnesota winning the game it's lafc not being able to prepare themselves for the game or not winning it uh, well, there were a couple. Uh, actually, Mark Anthony K didn't start the game, and I thought that was uh, he's incredible. He is, and I thought that was a, a bold decision from Bob Bradley to be like, I don't think Minnesota. It's a bald, yeah, <laughs> decision. <laughs> <laughs> See this? I like that Eric's here because he can actually do the nod that he's yeah. probably like the listeners. He's well, not losing his, <laughs> his headphones aren't falling off as yeah. he just shakes his head Listen, quietly. I'm sure listeners heard that and were like, "Oh, oh boy!" But oh, we got yeah. to like see a person actually do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, God, they're going to lose their television show. <laughs> uh, but y- yes, I think there was a some some cocky, a little bit of a cocky line. Up to well, think. who cares? Because it let Mace murder Mace. <laughs> Mason Toy shouts to South Orange, New Jersey. Mason uh, Toy coming out with the maracas and uh, the hey, yeah, oh. it was that. Yeah, those. I mean, both goals were just absolutely incredible. That one. I mean, when they compare him to Thierry Henry, like even the way he, the, his gait, you know, the way he runs, mm-hmm. the gait he's got on his house, all of it, no, <laughs> everything looks just like Thierry Henry. I'm sure he has like twelve roommates. Yeah, so the way he, 
the way he scores and that back leg kind of curls the opposite way. Everything he does reminds me of Thierry Henry, but just a little bit more gully. Not not as French. Okay. All right. I I think Mason Toys. You were definitely talking him up all weekend, uh, quite a bit. I I I think Mason Toys. Good player. He's had a couple good goals. Incredible player. He also spit on Reggie Cannon. Yeah, no, look, a couple he's got days ago. Th- Listen, all right, you're gonna have to start forgiving <laughs> some of the East Coast, some of the Essex counties. Look, we're not raised right. There's a reason. All right, the same thing that makes Mason Toy that cool under that much pressure and that nonchalant under. I mean, again, I think uh, Matt Doyle said it. This guy just. Just was a part of a, a horrific final loss mm-hmm. that ripped him apart emotionally. And here he is now taking charge of a game on his own. That same thing that makes him that also, unfortunately, sometimes triggers the y'all should spit on this dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he just has to learn. It's part of growing up in an, in an area like that. He's going to start to learn like, oh, okay, I can't do those things. This is real life now. You know what I mean? Really? It's, it's, I'm surprised it just took him quite a while to learn to not spit on people. I, you know what? When <laughs> I found out. spit on his coworkers. When I found out he spit on somebody, I was like, what'd that guy do? This is the problem. <laughs> you know? Like, I, you know what I mean? I, I do a bit about it now where I'm like, someone's like, yo, my car got stolen. I'm like, who the fuck told you to park on that block? <laughs> It's, sometimes it's their fault sometimes. You know what I mean? That's how we think, and it's wrong. I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying to be a better person, and so is Mason. He now knows, slaps, you know, it spits out. Spit don't do no it. Spin. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, but shouts to him. I mean, I want to have him on the show. Yeah, it was uh, very entertaining. Yes. Uh, over Skype. Don't want, not in person. I don't nah, know dude, Spit on Christian. <laughs> <laughs> she would have been saying about you, We'll make it hot before you get in here. I, I, look, I don't want to pile on the kid or whatever. It's he's like, a, he's he's a first kid. of all, he's super young. Yeah, and he's, he's incredible. So, incredible. I want him to get a call up to the senior team. I know he got called up to the 20, U23s. U23, so well, we start somewhere. All right. Okay. Yeah, but Kisa Vetter was in the U23s. Do you even know who that is? Thank you. One of the best players in the U23 system in the last like six years. Okay. Did he, spin on, he, he, didn't, he didn't spin on anybody. He might have. He's been on his own career, though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his agent. I don't know. <laughs> I don't nobody know who All he right, is. next game, real quick. Uh, LA Galaxy uh, against the Sounders. Sounders hosting this game at the Clink. Uh, win this game 4-3. to three. What a ridiculous game where nobody decided to play defense. <laughs> this was two boxers just saying, let's not block each other's shots. <laughs> Hit me in the kidneys. It's all good. <laughs> I, I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> they both rope doped each other. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, look, uh, the good, great comeback from LA Galaxy, right? And and goals from you know Skelvik. You don't expect that. Hey, no. great, great goals uh, nonetheless. But this, this the defensive. It's just like every week. How can they be this bad? It reminds me of uh, remember when um, Pep Guardiola, like in his first year, was like, "I don't. Uh, we don't do defensive drills." Like, like they know what to do. They know what to do, and it's like. It sounds like Guillermo Barrasquilota is like, we don't do defensive drills. They don't, they, they know what to do, but they really do not know what to do. It it turns out they don't. (laughs) You know what I mean? I feel like maybe you should just do one, you know, just kind of get a general idea out there. I don't, I, it boggles my mind that they could have so many defensive issues. And also uh, Seattle Sounders, they also kind of having defensive issues. Um, I think ever since uh, Chad Marshall had to retire, Retire, it's unfortunate, but he was clearly uh, the leader of that team and the leader of that back line. I think also people just, when they think of Seattle Sanders, they remember, you know, Roman Torres and Chad Marshall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and how, how strong of a duo that was. We're seeing now, maybe influenced by some chemicals, but whatever, you know, <laughs> shouts to the painting, future Panamanian <laughs> president. But now you don't have that anymore. Also, that midfield, they're all the way up. 
at all time. You know what I mean? Like they're constantly. I mean, yeah, it's weird. Like I think Roald Dan is gonna win the Golden Boot. Like it's crazy. <laughs> Roald Dan's like, nah, man, I'm cool up here. And you're like, have you thought about maybe helping us back here? Like I seem to be doing pretty well up here. So why don't you do that? Uh, great goal. He got a brace. I mean, that it's just, first goal was a beast of a goal. It's just that you don't expect the goals coming from him in particular. Yeah. Happy that that's the case, but the, the giving up so the last couple of weeks and, and with how close uh, the the Western Conference is, you don't want to see the Sounders give up this many goals. No. I it, the, the main concern is who is going to be who's going to be left out of this Western Conference because Portland is right there. Uh, FC Dallas is uh, right there on the fringe. LA is also on the fringe. Uh, somebody's going to be asked out. And if Sporting Kansas City wins one or two more games, it's going to make this thing wildly interesting. Yeah. So, uh, but again, just get, great game. Great game. It's just one of the more entertaining games. But I, honestly, I thought the most entertaining game this weekend was uh, Philadelphia Union hosting Atlanta United. This was a great, great game. And also I, the atmosphere. The atmosphere. We got to give shouts because last season we were talking about like, yo, nobody's going to these. Uh, you know, no one's going to Thailand Energy Stadium to watch Everything these games. Everything changed. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it Fang. was Fang, <laughs> the, 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 the digital team, the yeah. marketing team out of Philadelphia Union. They got the Beavis and Butthead video. Beavis, dude, They're every, killing it. Everything is working because they that a full talent energy stadium. And you heard uh, uh, JP the camera uh, talking about it on the broadcast where he's like, I can't hear the whistle. It's yeah. like, what is it? Yo, this is the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Why is it so loud? Should he retire? Is he getting <laughs> old? No. <laughs> no, but that's just, uh, it's, it's beautiful to see. Genuinely. It's just incredible. Uh, what I love about it is it looked like a street fight. Like there's something about Philly and the way they play where they're just like, it just seems like hands are flailing everywhere. Yeah. There's a bit of like just insanity in how they play. And then Casper scores. Like there's just an odd, like the balls, <laughs> the balls being headed back and forth. Like nothing, not, nothing, none of this looks like it was prepared. You know what sure. I mean? <laughs> it just no, looks but like they have, a pickup game, but everyone's kind of really good. You it, know what it's I mean? so strange. Cause like the, the, definitely the, the Philadelphia union games that I've watched uh, more closely were the ones against NYCFC. Yeah. And it, it, you, you start seeing like, uh, when we talk about this all the time, when we talked about it with Bobby Boswell, when we had him on our live show in Atlanta, in Atlanta where yeah. he was talking about, we were asking him like, why the, in that first season for Atlanta United, why is it that DC United always had their number? And when Atlanta United was like kind of beating just a lot beating of teams everybody easily. Up, yeah. yeah. And he was just like, yeah, there's just, it's just the matchup. There's just some matchups that some teams cannot figure out. And that's sort of how Philadelphia union has a couple of those teams. They're a good team, but they play against NYCFC. They play against certain teams. They play big body. And, and they, but, but they just can't like with NYCFC, they, they just seem lost. Right. We saw them in, in the, the, at the end of last season. And then in the playoff game, they just two games. They had to, they played them back to back. And they just couldn't figure them out. They just yeah. struggled. And Philadelphia Union are like, they have a couple of those teams that just give them a, a lot of trouble. But Atlanta United... You would assume Atlanta United is one of them. I thought Atlanta United were... Uh, I thought Philly, better team in the first half. But, uh, you know, Joseph Martinez is Joseph, is Joseph Martinez. Yeah. Uh, but that second half from Philadelphia Union is, is some of... It's the best second half of soccer I've seen them play. Uh, this season. It's incredible. And it, it was just, it was great to see the, the, the quick goals. Uh, 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 who was it? Brendan Aronson scored. Uh, Who's what? He's Shibilko. like 18, Brendan Aronson? He's a kid. All right. Damn child. He's starring in his own, own cartoon. It's incredible. What? He was one of the ones. Oh, he was one of the ones. I thought, I'm like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the characters uh, in, in the Beavis and Butthead uh, parody. Okay. Well, but it was a great game. And, and props to you, Philadelphia Union. Back on, on top of the Eastern Conference. Uh, still, NYCFC has two games in hand. Atlanta, I believe, has one. Uh, Philly, Philly and uh, New York are both now in the playoffs. They both uh, clinched the spot. 
Atlanta United, uh, you have to do it. Uh, they're only two points behind, but also New York got to get a game in hand. If New York wins their next game, they're in first place. Yeah. Fair New York like. City. Sure. Are there, and the Rebels had a, had a rough go at it at home, losing to the Colorado Rapids. On Tim Howard's last game in Jersey. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, and they were, a brace they were beaten by, by, brace a by mercenary. For, <laughs> <laughs> former NYCFC uh, uh, player. Which, as, as NYCFC fans, we were constantly saying, let this kid play, let this kid play. And look what he does. Right. He scores two against a very tough opponent on a very bad team. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it just goes to show what he could have done. Yeah. It's, did you hear that was a quote? I think the, uh, Glenn Crooks may have gotten it from uh, Jonathan Lewis, where he said uh, he asked him how he feels about Colorado. And he says, I, uh, I, I wish I was still back in New York trying to fight for a position. Damn. It's like a weird. It's just like, wow. That was like everyone behind him. Like, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't any media train. That was very serious. <laughs> it's like, I'll, I'll leave this woman right now for you. And you're like, sir, these, these are your vows. <laughs> Stop okay. talking to her sister like that. <laughs> it was very serious. But look, uh, he's, he's getting playing time and he's getting those goals. And the goals that he did score were, were, they were gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. So only it, once or twice did I see him do something where I'm like, he could have passed and made it better. But you know, that's part of that being a striker, right? Is that cockiness of like, nah, I got it. Yeah. And I think the kid's got it. He does. So, uh, so that's it. Those are a couple of the games we wanted to talk about. Hopefully we, uh, we, you know, we don't, you, you don't listen to the show for the coverage of the games. No, <laughs> but we're if you do, you've made a great mistake. <laughs> You're listening to the wrong show. Yeah. I apologize. Uh, uh, but, uh, th- yes. Uh, so I, I hope we talked about your team and I hope you loved our takes on it. Um, uh, but let's get to our interview, uh, with Tommy Thompson, uh, because he's waiting on the line. Uh, let's do it. And, uh, he's waiting on the line. Just, uh, it sounds, it sounds cool. It sounded official. <laughs> we got, a line? <laughs> uh, but yes, Tommy Thompson of the San Jose Earthquakes joins us next. Yeah, baby, we're back. Yes, we are. Uh, Holding on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he didn't hang up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, we're, we're stoked. We've been, we've been talking about this dude for really like the last like two months. We stand. We stand for Tommy Hard. Thompson. Okay. Yeah. We've, uh, you know, it's, it's always nice to uh, su- support the fellow Latinos. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. We están. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, introduce our guest, Alexis. I mean, you know him, right? You've seen him man marking all over the field for the San Jose Earthquakes. The man, the myth, the legend, the dancer, the, the, the Espanol poetry reader. Unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only Tommy Thompson, everybody. Tommy, what's up, man? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. Come on. Thank you for being on the show, dude. So I think I've been watching a lot of interviews with you recently and, and in Spanish, which has been just wild. Yeah. What's the Rosetta Stone budget like <laughs> <laughs> for the San Jose Earthquakes? Yeah. No, it's, it's, actually, it's actually been all Duolingo. Rosetta Stone didn't work as well for some reason. Yeah, see, that's what I've been talking about because I did Duolingo for French uh, for like a year and it helped a lot. And I, I did look, learn quite a bit. Um, but then when I it, it's I don't know, I felt like I wasn't um, because I wasn't in an environment where I was like practice, like learning French regularly or having to speak French. I didn't really get an opportunity to like learn more. But you are very much in an environment where you have to know some Spanish. Uh, and I think you are handling it quite well because you have picked up the language uh, very, very well. Yeah, I, I told myself at the beginning of the year that um, if I didn't at least do everything I can to 
learn this language, it, it'd be, it'd be such a waste because this is a, is an amazing opportunity to be immersed in, uh, in this language. Um, and it's, it's a really cool opportunity to connect with guys that I haven't been able to connect with my whole, my whole career. I mean, guys like Annabelle Godoy or Harold Cummings, they, they've been my for, for years now and I haven't been able to speak to them, uh, in, in their own language. So it's, it's been a, a really cool, uh, experience as, as it's progressed throughout the year. I'm sure when you uh, maybe have a slight error in training, you may hear Almeida uh, say a few words, maybe not covered by Duolingo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, weird. I've been doing this for a while. Never heard those words put together in such a way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm still, I'm still picking up on, on the vocab that that's outside of the Duolingo vocab, but uh, it, it's, it's been fun. That, that's what the guys on the team are for to, to, to teach me those words. What's the challenge um, with the different, Spanish dialects, right? Because you, I'm sure you're learning one thing on Duolingo and then hearing like Argentinian Spanish and hearing Panamanian Spanish. And what, what troubles does that bring you when you're trying to just learn the language? Yeah, it's, it's so, it's so bizarre because I'll be studying uh, on, on Duolingo and the only dialect that they offer is the, the Spanish from Spain. Yeah, which none of us talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like you, you sound like you just showed up from Europe. Like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> well, royalty's here. <laughs> well, well, well. The king sent one of his men. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what one of, one of my coaches actually said. The the accent sounds sounds like Colombian. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but, no, it's uh, it, it's interesting because then. I study, spend so much time studying, figure out how to say something, and then I say it. And I think a lot of times guys are thrown off by it because it actually isn't how someone from Mexico would say it or someone from Argentina would say it or someone from Panama, Peru. I mean, we got we got guys from all over the place. So it's it, it's tricky. It's a challenge, but um, it's it's a lot of fun. What, uh, yeah, dude, you sound like a narc, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's exactly. like a cop going to high school, like, what's up, kids? <laughs> Is everyone on fleek? And you're like, get this guy out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, me, I, I, on a more serious note, I'm curious, like, what it, what has how has it changed your life? Because we talk about um, American soccer and how diverse it is, uh, and and how like even as as Latinos we appreciate uh, you know a, a American or you know non Spanish speaking American people uh, to kind of embrace the culture and and, and instead of uh, being either dismissive or being like oh, you got to be mo- speak English and whatever. Uh, it's beautiful to see someone else be like oh let me try to understand this culture but how how has it affected your life outside of soccer right just and to piggyback on that like when how everyone was amazed when joseph martinez did you know an interview in english that's how amazed us latinos were when we heard you speak in spanish we're like yeah. hey <laughs> great yeah no i think it's been it's been amazing for for me to see how much uh the spanish speak, speakers appreciate it because i think as as americans for some reason in this country, there, there's a, some sort of expectation where it's like, okay, you're living here, you should know how to speak English. Whereas I think uh, countries in Europe are, see it completely differently. I think they're, they're very welcoming of pe- the people in France also le- le- knowing English, the people in uh, Sweden knowing English as well. I, I think there's uh, just different, language are, are much more, different languages are much more welcomed. 
So just for me to, to be able to, I wouldn't say I'm fluent in Spanish, but for me to be able to be conversational and, 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 and talk to guys and connect with guys in their own language, it's been, it's been really refreshing for me to see how much more open guys will become after that. It, it's, it's, it's such a gift. And it's something that I've never experienced before because my whole life I haven't been able to speak, speak it. And then all of a sudden now, eight months into this year, nine months into this year, it's, it's, a, it's a different, it's a completely different perspective. So it's been, it's been really awesome. Let's talk about going out to eat Spanish food. Have we gotten the discount that we get? Have <laughs> 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 you been offered a couple extra empanadas? <laughs> a little something, something. I actually, it's funny that you say that because I, there's a, a really good Mexican restaurant in San Jose called Luna. And uh, I, I went to, I went to this restaurant for, for my, for my birthday, just like last week. And then, and then they, they hooked it up a little bit because I, I, I went there at the beginning of the year and that was when I came, just, just had come back from Cancun. And I was talking to one of the waiters about trying to learn Spanish. And then he's now followed the progression. And so he rewarded me with a, with a little extra birthday dish. Which what is I really tell nice. you. That's good. That's how, that's how Latin moms, when you like, when you do your homework, you get a little extra, a little extra food. It's a good- <laughs> well, for those of us who didn't do their homework, they still know how to find the extra food. Shouts to of fat Latinos out there like me, baby. Uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll go to like a bodega and I have a look where no one's not sure. No one's really sure what I am. And like, maybe like the dude, the bodega by me, the dude's Yemeni. And he's always like, Habibi. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> sure. I'll be Yemeni right now. I'll take it. <laughs> let me get this. Let me get this essential water for the same price as a Poland spring, my guy. Uh, oh wait, you were, Alexis was asking about uh, how is affected like with, with food. I'm curious. Learning a new language must opening must open the the dating options. I don't know what your relationship. Are, are you on El Hinge? <laughs> <laughs> are you using your newfound skills uh, for a, a different demographic? What's up? Are you on Pokemon? Yeah, no, I mean that's what that's what I was talking to to some of the guys on the team about some some of my coaches about. I, I got to uh, I got to make some off season trips to really fully immerse myself in it. I think that's where that's where it'd be it'd be a lot of fun to try to be in different social settings and, and try to fit in. I, that, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So not, not a ton of time to do that during the season, unfortunately. It, it'd be so dope to see Tommy Thompson with like a Univision weather girl. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Sophia Vergara's new boyfriend, wow. he's, Tommy Thompson. He's really adapting. <laughs> Tommy living life right now. <laughs> also, you have no idea how hard it crushes to be the white guy who knows Spanish <laughs> in another country, dog. You're going to destroy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's all bad throughout the MLS season so I haven't had much time to go on any type of vacations or anything like that where, I, where I'd have the opportunity to use it so I, I, I'm excited because it, it's new for me as well so um, it's like a new superpower I get, I get, I'll, have to, I'll have to come back on after the off season we can talk more about it no doubt man absolutely <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit off, off record and then we'll turn the mic on but also just think about like you go to you go to Latin America they start playing some reggaeton at a club with these man marking skills you've also developed <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be grinding with me perfect little perreo yeah little woman marking you know what I mean yeah, yeah, this whole this, this new system this new language it's, it's taught me a lot on and off the field. I, I haven't really thought about that. <laughs> we really opened some doors for you, my guy. Well, let's talk about uh, the San Jose earthquakes. Let's get a little bit professional so that the whole, the whole front office is not mad at us. Uh, 
the San Jose Earthquakes, right? The beginning of the season, uh, we thought, uh, being honest, we thought it was going to be another San Jose Earthquake season. It was just going to be a rough, another rough year. Uh, and we didn't think, we weren't sure, like, what, what is uh, Almeida going to really do uh, to kind of change this roster? Was it was the roster the issue? And, and a couple weeks. It took a couple weeks. There were really a couple uh, games before it seems like you guys have sort of uh, begun to gel. Yeah, right. And then, but now, sitting in fourth place in the Western Conference, uh, a look, tough Western, a conference. tough Western Conference. What, uh, what are the first few things that um, where where you notice things immediately change? Like what, what uh, the, like that the team kind of just like figure things out, and it's like this is what our identity is going to be. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, we went to Cancun at the beginning of the year, that was basically our first trip. Like we did a couple of different fitness tests and then we all hopped on a flight to Cancun and just observing Matias and watching the way uh, he coached and the way he connected with the group. Like we'd be sitting down before practice and we'd be talking for, he's talking as a player, as a coach. Um, on and off the field, and, and I could see the connection he was making with us. Um, he, he'd go on for 30 or 40 minutes sometimes, and guys were, were locked in. And, and you could see that regardless of whether a guy was from South America or if he was from the United States or if he was from Europe, guys were locked into what he was saying. So it was, it, it was obvious to me that the type of connection that he was making and that was, that was when I first decided, like after the, the third or fourth meeting um, in Cancun, we were, we're uh, before practice, that was where I was like, I got to learn this language. I, I have to talk to this guy. This is incredible what he's doing. Um, and then, so uh, that was where the off the field connection started, started up for me. At least that's what, from what, from what I observed. And then after that, I think uh, it took a couple weeks for us to get used to the system. Yeah, so I saw something special happen in that LAFC uh, preseason game. And in my head, I, I put it together. I was like, this connection that we've made off the field as a team uh, in Cancun is starting to translate onto the field. And I didn't know if it would translate directly in the first couple games of the MLS season or, or if it would take three games, five games, 10 games, 15 games, whatever it was. But I knew something special was going to happen. Um, so for me, it was just a matter of time. Yeah, I loved. I just love that the the San Jose earthquakes. When when you that main concern where it was like, how are the the you know the the, the non Spanish speaking players going to connect and adapt uh, to to this coach that does not speak the language, right? That that was like, and it's it, also a system that's rare. You don't see the system played elsewhere. So it's not like you might have played in a man marking system for your previous coach. You kind of have to listen to what he's saying. Yeah, but I but we know uh, you know Pelado is quite the intense human being, right? He does seem like quite an intense man. And you can see why the, he has the, those qualities of like a, a, a general that you would follow into battle. Right. Uh, and, Certainly into a salon. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it's, it, it is impressive to see. And, and I, I, my favorite thing is like this, this rejuvenation of some of uh, the San Jose earthquakes players. What is going on with Shea Salinas? Why is he scoring? <laughs> So much. We know we're not used to this. Shay C. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Shay Shay's been killing it. Uh Wando's having another amazing year. Um Florian Youngworth is doing great uh, as center back. I mean it, it's been it's so fun to watch. 
the guys I've been playing with for so long start to have uh, a lot of success again. Cause it, it was, it was really tough on us uh, last year, last year, especially. So for Matias to come in and basically he had a meeting with our team at the end of last year. And he said that, that, that we believe in this group. Um, we think you guys are a lot better than what you showed in 2018. And so for a coach to come in and say that, even though we weren't recruited by him, for him to say that that he believes in us and he's going to change things with this group, I mean that that to me that was that was something special. That, that, that and I did not expect to hear that. So I, to to see everything transpire exactly how he said it would has been has been an amazing experience. That's awesome. Now I recently uh, made a couple headlines, mostly for my uh, on my on our own website. But I said that I think San Jose can win uh, MLS Cup, and then one of my main reasons for saying that is because you guys play a style that's you you sort of have to like be immersed in it in order to really understand it as as simple as it sounds when you first say man marking there's a lot that really goes into it um i know you recently had that that three losses in a row you're back two wins in a row talk a little bit about what are some of the changes that 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 can be made in such a restrictive system like you have even though it's completely open that would allow you to sort of make a good run in the playoffs because people will start to kind of figure you out the further the further along you play talk about some of the changes that have been happening in the team or that you think can be sort of made that would help you adjust yeah i i think it's it's really important for us to stay focused um because it's it's a system where it's incredibly detail oriented and so if you have guys that take a couple plays off defensively especially all of a sudden now we we can be extremely exposed and so i think sometimes if you go on a good run if you just start getting um maybe a little overconfident and you start loosening up in certain areas but as long as we stay focused and we um really do everything we can uh when it comes to focusing on the little things that each player needs to do uh, in attack and, and in defense, I think we're a really difficult team to play against. So I, I'm think there's going to be in uh, the next six games that we have and then uh, playoffs as well. So it's pressure, but it's, it's what we want. I think this team we're excited about it. And I'm I'm curious what um what how do you think your game has changed uh with with your new coach this season? Yeah, I think it, like he he basically after um after the Cancun trip as well, uh, he he came up to me and he said, uh, "Are you comfortable in this position?" Because I had played a couple friendly games uh, as a right back, and then I I told him. Quiero estar en la cancha. Like I just, like, I just want to pee on the field. Loco, there he is. Coño. Mi hermano, I told him that, and uh, he's like, "Okay, like, keep that, keep that energy. I like, keep that same energy." And uh, I mean, since then, I, I, I haven't really looked back. I think it's a system where the outside back is, is constantly overlapping the, the winger. Um, so. In this system, I'm actually getting a lot more attacking reps than I than I've gotten as an attacking center midfielder sometimes in San Jose. So uh, I think it suits me really well, and I, I've been enjoying it. Well, dude, it's I mean it's been beautiful to see, and it's just like I, I love seeing you 
thrive and you know not just uh dancing on youtube videos you know it's uh I, it's kids you, got skills the kids got skills we know that yeah. <laughs> but it's it's been great kind of uh seeing uh, for the entire team there's like this this uh different energy especially compared to the, the last couple difficult seasons that you guys have had so especially for someone like tommy who you just you know you want to see him happy you know what i mean he's got a great smile that's right you know what i mean he's ordering the chips and guac, you know what i mean for the table you know what i mean <laughs> He's getting hooked up. Uh, <laughs> this mofongo's on me, my guy. You know? <laughs> yeah, we got we got to introduce you to uh, some Dominican cuisine and a, some Cuban. Cuban food, bro. So next time, oh. wait, you guys are gonna be here. Also, some real pizza. He's from not far from Chicago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Hinsdale. That's right. <laughs> That's so, right. Uh, but you you guys are playing. Uh, we're in New York, so you guys will be playing NYCFC uh, next weekend. Uh, yeah. So who knows? Maybe we can go out and uh, get a couple slices. Get a couple slices and you just I mean? get you know get the team nutritionist mad at Tommy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll have to I'll have to hit you guys up. That sounds good. Let's do it. Uh, uh, Tommy, wait. where can people follow you? Uh, my Instagram and Twitter is at uh, Tom Tom Eleven. So T O M T H O M. 11. Very cool. Pues, uh, Tommy, no, no, nos da mucho orgullo uh, de tenerte aquí en, en, en nuestro programa. Un honor. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't, we got to get him the, the Dominican Duolingo. <laughs> nos da mucho orgullo tenerte en nuestro programa. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, so for me, that that's my that's my issue. That's, that's what's crazy about <laughs> about my, my Spanish is like, so when I, and that's what throws my coaches off sometimes too, is I'll, I'll say something and, and it's correct. It's, it's the same thing with the interviews. So I have basically all of these words inside my head, but as soon as somebody uses different <laughs> words, a new word, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, like, I'm like, look, I'm sorry. Cause for some reason I get so focused on words. <laughs> I don't know. And I'll be like, I'll, I'll be able to talk in Spanish, but when it comes to listening, it's 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 so backward that I, I just struggle. Oh, oh, no. you means pride. Uh, we're we're very so, happy uh, to have you on. That's it. Yeah. Okay, okay. How about okay. this one? Muchas gracias por Okay. Pues cuídese, cuídese, Tommy. Hasta la próxima, Tommy. Take care, man. Thank you. Thanks so much, dude. See you later. Tommy Thompson. Tommy. Tommy. Tomas. <laughs> wow. All right. So he also learned Orgullo, which he is pretty learned, good. Okay. Look, so we have some, uh, you know, we offered something. Our duo. Our duo. Teaching a lingo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look what we just did. Okay. Look at that. Get us on the app. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Yo, we should be teaching people on the app. Yo, you got that wrong. <laughs> uh, no, thank you, Tommy Thompson, uh, for joining us on the show. Absolute honor. It's uh, dope. So, so, and and uh, we've we haven't had a San Jose Earthquakes player on before. We had a journalist, we had Robert, journalists. Robert Jonas. He had bits. Remember that? He was funny. Great man. dude. Uh, and that was uh, that was our hundredth episode, coincidentally. Yeah. So and this uh, is our two hundredth, right? <laughs> it is not. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, awesome, Tom Thompson. Great, hilarious. So, um, and I wish uh, wish him the best uh, the rest of the season. So, uh, yes. So the, yeah, that's the end of the show. But we have um, uh, we have a surprise. Oh, that's right. That's right. 
So our I almost forgot a special unboxing, a special unboxing, which I'm sure if you're watching the video, you can see uh, the Lionel Messi bobblehead. Yes, we have. We're going to be giving away a bunch of those. Uh, correct. So we're going to be giving away a bunch of bobbleheads. Of uh, uh, we have a bunch of Barcelona bobbleheads. Yeah. And if you want to win, it's really tough. You just email us and ask us for it. And <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be no. doing giveaways. Don't worry. Just follow us on social media. We'll give them away. Uh, so, uh, but we're going to give this one's going to Eric Gully Squad yeah. member out here. So we're going to give him uh, this uh, Leo Messi. Uh, bobblehead, but but we have a we have a gift. We're gonna do an unboxing, but it's specifically for Tim. For Tim, Tim, Tim get in here, Tim. Tim, get in. Uh, I know you're in the in the in the control room. Let me text him. He might not even be in there right now. <laughs> uh, but come in here if you're if you're uh, watching this. And uh, yeah, so uh, this is yeah, this is our last day. This is our last day here at Stage Seventeen. Correct. OG uh, Podcast and, Network. Uh, and so that drop you guys hate is probably going to come off the show. <laughs> so Timmy, get up here. We've been uh, uh, yes, we've been doing this show here uh, for about I, I would say two years, and just and about two years. Us being in this space has like kind of just changed our lives, and we've it's been, been amazing. Are we out of frame? If I stand up. To me, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not going to ruin the show. <laughs> Say hello but, to the fans. Hey, fans! This is Tim Einenkel. He's uh, been hey, our producer right. for a uh, long. Yeah, I finally got it. I'm glad I said it and not Alexis because it, it wouldn't. <laughs> Everyone have knows is Hoofenheisen, <laughs> so I don't know why we're tripping. <laughs> My favorite beer, that Hoofenheisen. Uh, but no, we've been uh, at this space for uh, for a while. Initially, it was another uh, comedian that had brought us on to uh, you know OG Podcast Network and stuff like that. But, but doing what comedians do, he got fired. So he did not get no, fired. He moved, <laughs> he moved on. <laughs> Tim got hired. But Tim, uh, Tim got here, and uh, we, we, you know, we weren't sure what the show would look like with the new producer and a person who we didn't know was interested in anything we had to say uh, or cared about soccer. But uh, Tim has been incredibly supportive uh, from as soon as he got here and and learned about soccer more than he probably wanted to ever know. Uh, but uh, we all we can say is thank you. You for uh, uh, for helping us get the also show. Also, tell the fans what your podcast is. You're a big hip hop head. Oh, it's called the Library with Tim Einenkel. It's a hip hop podcast inside the actor studio, but for hip hop. There you go. So listen to some hip hop. We got you an unboxing. I don't know if you could tell what it is, it's Tim. A, we got him some cupcakes. Yeah, so we got you cupcakes. <laughs> listen, we wanted to thank you for all the hard work. Look I know, Christian, I kicked it by mistake. <laughs> we tried to hide it from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Got we tried to hide on, Stepped on cupcakes. <laughs> I mean, they got cool, cooliganized. Uh, we tried to hide it from you, and Christian put it close to me, and I didn't know. And in the Tommy Thompson video, I just straight kicked it. Uh, so some of them have been jostled around, and you're sharing this with us, whether you like it or not. Um, but uh, yeah, we want to thank you for all of your hard work. And I know we're not easy to put up with, Christian, primarily. Yeah, sure. Um, and I know, I know it could be tough. Uh, but uh, what's your, I guess, what's your fondest memory of having worked with? us <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> this wasn't in that wasn't the plan at all i was just wanting to give him the cupcakes and say thanks <laughs> but alexis now wants a compliment <laughs> i guess today <laughs> but it took the, it took a loaded, while the loaded questions <laughs> no man but no, uh, no it's been great no it, it has it's been great i've learned a lot of soccer you guys are funny uh, which is important as comedians, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, no, you guys have been good, and it's been great working with you. So, um, Thank you, Tim. Thank honor, you for... It's all mine. Everything. So, uh, so uh, we we, uh, we have to end the show the, nor- the way we normally end the show, and that we, it, uh, it's an honor to include Tim uh, in it this time. So uh, for Tim Meinenko, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cooligans!
Friends. 